You are listening to Podcast ROI Post-COVID, an audio blog post written and produced by JAR Audio, available on jaraudio.com. Dated May 28th, 2020. We are more connected than ever, but at the same time, we've never been further apart. So many of us are working from home, with many permanently, and planning to keep our travel to short distances. During and post-COVID, pushing out content for content's sake can be damaging to your audience versus authentic engagement. Enter the podcast. Already an effective marketing medium, brands who have embraced their own podcast are seeing more value in the connection they are making with their podcast audience during this period, and are therefore seeing a much higher ROI. As we reported in an earlier post, Podcast listenership has returned to its pre-COVID numbers, and the time spent listening has increased. While commuter numbers continue to be down, podcast listeners are still looking for a podcast to engage, learn from, or escape with. This is the power of a branded podcast. It's such an intimate medium. It's just you and the listener. The message is literally being whispered in their ear. So let's talk about podcast ROI. If you are a brand that wants to offer your audience a podcast post-COVID, there are a number of ways to measure the show's success and ensure you are getting the best return for your marketing dollars. Number one, key brand metrics. In a study conducted by the BBC, organizations with branded podcasts saw 89% higher awareness, 57% higher brand consideration, 24% higher brand favorability. 14% higher purchase intent, 12% higher memory encoding than other forms of content, and 16% higher engagement, which we'll dig into further below. Number two, downloads and listeners. This metric comes up most frequently when we first engage with clients, as it's what most think about when rating the success of a podcast. But it's only part of the equation. As Jay Akunzo so aptly put in his Medium post titled, Beyond Downloads, How to Measure the ROI of Your Brand's Podcast, The Dr. Strange Way, we become measurement extremists. The very shape of the funnel causes us to bifurcate how we measure our marketing into two groups, top and bottom. Something must either be built for broad reach, and so we look to measure more, or it must generate a lead or a sale in the near term at the bottom of the funnel. Approaching our work with this mentality, we lose a ton of crucial nuances in between, and this kills off a lot of potentially powerful work, including many podcasts. While we always strive to grow the audience of our shows, and a high listenership will positively impact the reach and likelihood of engaging with a brand's audience, as podcasts are an effective way to increase awareness, a download only measures how many people listened, not how long. This is even more important for a brand during and after the pandemic, as they can win by providing authentic, meaningful content. Which is why we give equal weight to engagement. Number three, engagement. With more people working from home and commuting less, the pandemic has seen an increase in audience attention, something all marketers care about. Podcasts provide some of the highest engagement levels of any marketing medium. In fact, JAR Audio's client list podcasts see an average listen-through rate of 90%. That number is staggering compared to video, for example. But with such a high-level engagement coming at such a challenging time, 
It makes the marketer's role to deliver relevant, genuine, and impactful content to listeners. If you can put out a high-value show that garners a long listen-through rate, i.e. quality engagement, then you will see a high return on investment. Number 4. Podcast Reviews In a world where we grocery shop on Amazon, book our travel on Expedia, and choose our movies on Netflix, social proof plays a significant role in all corners of business. Podcasting is no different. The overall rating, number, and quality of the reviews can signal to listeners that this show is worth investing their time in. And just like any other marketing content that gets a boost through positive ratings, a thumbs up on YouTube, a retweet on Twitter, or an applause on Medium, a good podcast gets positively reviewed and shared, thus increasing your ROI. Number five, lead generation. A podcast with solid storytelling foundation, even if it doesn't focus on the brand's product or campaign, can still generate lots of potential sales ROI. The key is measuring the impact of the brand's other properties, such as website and email. Number six, site traffic. Some of our clients look deep into their website analytics for any traffic that has come from the podcast, either through links in the show notes or they monitor for spike in traffics on the days that the podcast peaks in listens. Observe this traffic, as those listeners may behave differently on the website than others. Could a podcast lead new visitors on the site, a new demographic, or even more purchases? Absolutely. Number seven, conversions. What does your site analytics tell you about the podcast? You can track a variety of metrics to better understand how your podcast is influencing conversions. What was your site traffic conversions before launching your podcast compared to your traffic conversions after launching? How much traffic are the individual podcast post pages receiving? How much traffic are specific URLs referenced in the podcast receiving? This could be ad-sponsored links or internally promoted links. If your site traffic and or conversions are high, this metric could even outweigh other metrics like total listeners. Again, it depends on your brand. Number eight, customer retention. Podcasts offer value to existing and loyal customers by exposing them to a new medium of education and entertainment. One of JAR Audio's clients, Sage Natural Wellness, offered in-store listing stations for their podcast, WellNow, which garnered lots of positive feedback from customers and gave their in-store staff a further opportunity to engage. Also, some of our B2B clients want to build more targeted, intimate relationships with some of their very small but incredibly important niche audiences. And finally, number nine, repurposing content. Audiences have more options than ever before, and we're learning that people like to consume content in unique ways. While some read newspapers and blog posts, others prefer to view videos. But the medium we are seeing more and more of is audio. Audio is permeating the media world at a fast rate, beyond just podcasting. Take, for example, the New York Times' recent purchase of Autumn, an app that turns long-form audio into narrated audio. The New York Times, along with NPR and other media sources, are now giving their subscribers the option to listen to an article versus read it. This works especially well with blog posts. In fact, JAR has produced an audio blogging option, which you are listening to right now. Now imagine taking all that awesome, rich, written content from your blog and give your audience the option to listen on their own time in their own way.
The opportunities are endless, and it immediately gives you a new way to give extended reach to your content. No brands are the same. Some brands measure ROI in overall awareness and share of voice, but some have a mandate to increase a certain brand, for example, helpfulness. The ROI for your brand's podcast will be unique to you depending on your goals and objective. We encourage all brands to think about the potential to capture new audiences and capture their existing audiences through a podcast, and we'd be happy to assist you in covering the desired ROI in your podcast. Don't hesitate to reach out. Thank you for listening to Podcast ROI Post-COVID, an audio blog post written and produced by JAR Audio. To learn more about JAR Audio, or if you're interested in discussing how to get started with a podcast, please visit us at jaraudio.com.